Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Our topic is liver transplant, improving health outcomes through adherence promotion. My guest is Dr. Jamie Ryan. Dr. Ryan is a pediatric psychologist and manages the liver medication adherence program at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Dr. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So who benefits from the liver medication adherence program? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Honestly, I'd like to think that everyone kind of benefits in terms of our patients and their families as well as our team. Um, So in terms of our families, there's potential for an integrated service to allow for early identification of some of the risk factors that we know to be commonly associated with non-adherence so that we can kind of be more preventative as opposed to reactive for helping those families either getting them set up with services or providing some additional resources to kind of prevent from non-adherence from occurring. Um, it also gives them just increased access to a psychologist at the point of care, so it helps to minimize or prevent some of those barriers to receiving some of those services for families. From my standpoint, um, being in the clinic allows for possible reduction of some of the stigma that can be associated with receiving psychological intervention or support um, by allowing me to educate families on some of the possible impact of transplantation on psychosocial functioning, and it allows them to kind of see psychologists as really part of a larger team as opposed to this, I guess, more distant person who they see once the team identifies that there's a problem. Um, again, kind of going back to more of a reactive approach. Um, and it allows me to, I guess, facilitate that family engagement when concerns are reported so I can be more effective as opposed to putting out fires once something has kind of become really significant and clinically impacting their daily functioning. Um, and then yeah. from for my physician colleagues or transplant coordinators, I think it helps um, just kind of building some of that communication, ways to talk to patients about adherence, um, allowing them to kind of acquire or refine some skills to generally be more effective in talking with patients about the importance of taking their medication um, and possibly being mindful in terms of the clinical decision-making on potential side effects if that's an issue for a family or the number of pills um, that certain medications or a dose um, is going to require of families. Well, that, that brings up a good question. So the, the issue, and obviously, you know, liver transplant patients are on multiple drugs. Is, is the adherence an issue really of uh, more of side effects or is it just so many pills or just or a combination of both? What do you usually see? Um, it's, it runs the gamut. Um, it really bears, there are quite a few barriers, which I think is what makes it hard to think of it more from a preventative standpoint, um, unless you're actually assessing for some of the barriers to adherence that can range from the side effects, which I honestly don't see quite as often. Um, but the number of pills can become a barrier. Um, if a kiddo has difficulty swallowing pills, if there's general oppositional behavior, that can become a barrier as well. Poor organization, um, the most common one is just generally forgetting. It kind of interferes with daily activities, especially if post-transplant they're starting to feel good and we're encouraging them to get back to their daily routines and becoming more active, which is great, but it being away from home can kind of create an additional barrier to 
being adherent to their medication, which requires a strict adherence to a dosing schedule. So in this process, how important is it, and what's been your experience, when you really involve the parents and the family in understanding the medications and understanding how important they are and how important adherence is? Does that, I mean, what's been your success in teaching that to the families? I've had pretty good success. I think um, explaining why, for instance, for this population, a a 12-hour dosing schedule, why is that important? What, What does it mean if you get off by a couple of hours and how over time it can impact whether or not they're still in a therapeutic range um, for their dose, I think means something to families in terms of you can normalize non-adherence because it's difficult to expect 100% adherence 100% of the time. Um, So it gives them leeway to know that they're not expected to be perfect. Would we like them to? Absolutely. But they're human and life goes on once they leave the clinic. So Allowing some of that to come out, I think, encourages them to be adherent, but also gives them permission to express concern or readily admit if they're struggling with um, being adherent on, on occasions. I, I, li- I think I like that, Dr. Ryan, that approach of, you know, we want you to be as close to perfect as you can, but you have busy lives, things go on, and, you know, we're not expecting perfection. I think that maybe that probably takes some of the pressure off. Do you see that with the with the parents and the family? Yeah, I do. I mean, it. It. I think it helps. Like for me, I I know that I can tell a family like anytime I've had a course of antibiotics prescribed for me personally. I mean, if I haven't been a hundred percent adherent and taken the full course, well, technically, I guess I would be considered not adherent. And while I was well intentioned, I started feeling better or. And that's why I didn't think to take it. And I think that's the case for a lot of our families. They're very well-intentioned. And then other things kind of interfere. And so by allowing them or normalizing some of these difficulties, it, one, I think promotes adherence, but it also encourages them to just be more expressive of any concerns as they might arise. So, so you manage the again. The program is the Liver Medication Adherence Program at Children's Mercy. How long has the has this program been in place, and and how is it different, maybe from, you know, a uh, a similar program at another hospital? Um, it's been in place. So I started in September of twenty fifteen. So it's still up and going. Um, we've kind of been taking our time to make sure it's. We, got our ducks in a row um, because we really wanted to be mindful of addressing both the psychosocial as well as some of the non-adherence issues, recognizing that some psychosocial difficulties can make liver management that much more challenging for families. Um, Compared to previous visits, um, with me being integrated into the clinic, there's an opportunity for um, me to administer screeners to families to allow for some of the early identification of those risk factors um, with routine assessment because a lot of these families, they aren't presenting with glaring, I guess, like fires in which anyone walking in would know that they may struggle with adherence. A lot of these are really subclinical. Um, So with routine assessment, I'm able to kind of get a handle on some of these smaller things before they kind of get larger and really start to impact their disease management. It also allows me to intervene at the point of care. Um, 
perhaps not surprisingly, families who are struggling with um, adherence issues, by making a referral, once there's a concern that's been identified, well, it does require an additional um, clinic visit or scheduling. And if they're not adherent to something as important as their immunosuppressant medication or they're inconsistent with getting labs, it's not always likely that they're going to follow through with a referral to a psychologist um, outside of the clinic. So by being in there and capitalizing on them being motivated right then and there, I'm able to kind of be a little bit more effective during that clinic visit. Do, do you think this is a trend, Dr. Ryan, then having a, a psychologist, a, a, really a part of the transplant team? Are we seeing that in, in more you know, community hospitals or smaller hospitals? And if not, is that maybe one of the goals you have? I think, so at least for Children's Mercy, um, it's becoming a theme, definitely. I think the assessment of non-adherence in general psychosocial functioning is becoming more prevalent across institutions, I think, but I'm not sure that we're as integrated in terms of having a psychologist ready in clinic the day of in order to intervene and provide families with um, additional resources. So while I think there's more regular assessment during clinics, a lot of times it's still based off of referral in which psychology is involved. Well, Dr. Ryan, it sounds like a, a exciting program, and I know that the outcome is, is going to be very positive for you, so I wish you the best luck in developing the Liver Medication Adherence Program at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Thank uh, and thanks for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.